Hey, quick programming note, guys. I lost some of the audio files for this episode and a upcoming episode, so you're going to be hearing the Zoom recording, which is how Anthony and I record over Zoom, and for this one, it just sounds like I'm talking into a piece of wax paper. I'm sorry. It just sounds like I've replaced my vocal cords with a kazoo, um, but we're going to soldier on to get us through this freaking finale. All right. Sorry, guys. Charm school is meant to be about bettering yourselves and moving forward. Sharon? Hey, stop. It's a willy. I am the best celebrity. A rather large, um, willy. Gross. Not, not the willy. She was, like, bragging about it. I'm not, like, showering for a week. It's so gross. And I don't want to hear about it. This is called Talk Warm, and I'm giving it to you. And hell, I want that hundred grand. Class is dismissed. What's, what's going on? It's Shade Palace. I'm Sid. And I'm Anthony. And we are talking about Charm School Season 2, Episode 11, Thou Shalt Be Fully Rockin'. Um, For the listeners, there was a clip show before this episode, and we decided it was too boring to cover. There's a lot going on this episode. It would be such a shame to really waste any, any dialogue or commentary on that one. Yeah, normally, like, with Rock of Love, the clip shows are pretty good. They would show stuff that didn't make it to the show. And Rock of Love was so juicy that it was in the clip show that we saw Brett Michaels playing butt bongos in the studio. Um, I think on Rodeo, they won, like, that studio challenge. It was her and Aaron. And, like, Rock of Love had such an abundance of content that they didn't even put him playing butt bongos on a lady in the real show. So that was kind of like the clip show for that was really always really fun. But this clip show was kind of just stuff we'd already seen. I think there's a part of it. And just because I'm, I'm just a pig of a human being is uh, there was no nudity in this one. No surprise nudity, no dongs, Uh, no beef. And I, I don't know what I was expecting. I think rock of love set the bar too high. Yeah. I, I can be really swayed with some dong and some beef um, or an unedited shower scene. Remember when I think like Mindy was in the shower with Taya and on Amazon, you see full nips. Like it mm-hmm. was exciting for me. Yeah. Um, but we didn't really get that from this clip show. All we got was Rodeo saying that when she filmed Rock of Love, she had cancer, but she didn't tell anyone <laughs> about it. And I was really confused because it was like, why were you filming a reality show if you were going through cancer? Like, if you knew you had cancer, wouldn't you not go on the reality show and deal with that? Um, Because she didn't say, oh, I had cancer and I didn't know. She said I had cancer, but I didn't tell anyone. I like to think that she she got the um whatever diagnosis or something like as she's on the bus on her way to the Mm -hmm. Rock of Love mansion. And she it's an offer she simply can't refuse. Yeah, it was her. What if it was her Make a Wish program to, <laughs> to, to jerk off. off Brett Michaels? Yeah, it's also on my Make a Wish request, but like I don't even find him attractive. Do you know he's selling candles now? Hell yeah! Oh my god, I, that's that's on my birthday list. That's on, I just want I want like a hundred Brett Michaels candles for my Brett Michaels seance. <laughs> I used to try to summon the devil using 
for the listeners, I collect Furbies. I have about 50 of them. And I think if I put them in a circle um, and then put Brett Michaels candles in the center of it, I might be able to summon the devil. Yeah. And Ricky, Ricky Ratman shows up. That would be great actually. Cause I, he's a, he's a short king and I would hit it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Brett Michaels candles, they don't, it doesn't look real. They, it's such bad, like Photoshop. It's like someone found an old laptop with MS paint on it and made these labels. It's, it, it just, it looks like parody, but it's not. <laughs> are they the Brett Michaels, Michaels prayer candles? The ones that are like uh, Jesus or the, the Virgin of Mary on a, on a prayer candle? Yeah, that would be amazing. They have those on Etsy um, for $15. That is hilarious. Um, yeah, I want all of it, really. But yeah, the Summer Days Bundle. Um, Soul Fire get, Candle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, these are sick. You get two candles for $35. It's a $44 value, but if you buy two, it's only $35. Um, yeah, these the the scents are summer days, rock the summer. Oh no, talk nectar to me. Yeah, bandana banana. Oh my god, mojito. Uh, this one's just called you the beach and me. I saw, I saw that one. Uh, bittersweet and apricot watermelon. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's fucking. Ridiculous. Brett Michaels is going to be selling a Scentsy. Are you familiar with that? That pyramid scheme for sad ladies? Uh, uh, spell it out for me. It's S-C-E-N-T-S-E-Y. And it's like candles and scented wax melts. But you like, it's not something you buy at a store. It's something you go to a lady's house and she sells you and she has like a downline, like a multi-level marketing scheme. Mm-hmm. For fucking candles that smell terrible. Um, it's like a friend, like a pocketbook party. Yes, my friend won a bundle of them in a raffle in a charity raffle, and it was like a Disney themed bundle. So she gave them to me, and um, they. I live in Arizona, so uh, I forgot about them in my trunk, and I was reminded that they were there when um, my whole car smelled like bullshit because they had melted. They all melted together into one giant pyramid. It was, well, I went to pick them up and then like wax slid out all over like that sort of like the um, the rug thing that goes over your spare tire. Mm-hmm. And so my car smelled awful for a really <laughs> long time. And it was a Mazda Miata, so there was not a lot of room for the smell to go. I just had to drive with the top down. It's basically in the back seat at that point. Yeah. Oh, it was so awful. Anyways. Charm school. Uh, Lacey is still in the game, which I I've been paying so little attention. I didn't even realize we were down to the final three. Yeah, and it's Brandy M, Destiny, and Lacey. I literally cannot believe Lacey is still around. Yeah, don't you fall. I, I didn't think she was going to make it this far, but also this is just a pure production thing. Like they kept her around long enough to cause drama this far. I just, I don't know what she has left to add. Like, that's the thing. It's usually you just cut that person after like six, seven, something like that. And then start to get serious. But like, 
I guess VH1 decided we wanted some more. So that's what we get. Yeah, when I would have rather, I know she was having a meltdown and that's why they sent her home, but I would rather have more Heather because Heather makes really good TV. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, I don't hate her. Uh, so um, Lacey, I don't know. But they're like, their assignment, they have some guys, like some old guy in a leather vest with a choker, and he runs a charity where they collect food um, from like green rooms after rock shows and give it to homeless people. And he started out by contacting Sharon Osborne and being like, what do you guys do with your food after the show? So, if you want to leave it in the dumpster out back, I'll make sure it goes to, to hungry people for sure. Yeah, which just kind of makes me think that he was hungry himself. <laughs> um, oh my God, he's a twin tower head too. Did you fucking see that? No, I did not. Oh my God. He has a twin tower tattoo on his bicep. Is it, wow. uh, is it mid-action? Twin Tower tattoo, or is it just like we remember? Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it's not good. It's really bad. Um, and this is where like Destiny's like, yeah, I grew up in a trailer. Like my parents had to get Christmas presents for us from charities, and like Brandy M is like her. She grew up in poverty too, which makes me really sad for both of them. And they both are nicer people than Lacey, who grew up with money. So fancy that. Yeah. So they is it in this show? Or is it another show? It might be later on. Oh man, I don't even want to spoil anything. But they talk about Destiny's stripper name. Oh yeah, they showed it in the clip show that Brandy C kept calling her Stephanie. And um, Stephanie is her stripper name, and Destiny yeah. is her real name. Really? Yes. That was odd, huh? What kind of game are you trying to play destiny you're literally named you have a stripper name you don't need to you can't make it more strippery than destiny i confused the john but yeah there was it was a scene where brandy c was like yelling and trying to start shit with destiny by calling her stephanie and um uh megan and lacy were talking to each other and they just were like God, i really don't have it in me to stick up for her again like, I just can't. Because she starts shit, and then she wants her friends to, like, have her back. And it's like, can you just stop starting shit? I'm tired. Is it the, uh, the yeah, when, when Lacey and um, Megan were on the couch. That I think that was the one part of the clip show that I actually liked, where they were, like, fake playing into it. Be like, oh no, I yeah. had no idea. Oh, so you poor, poor girl. I was like, okay, that was actually kind of thought funny. you were fine. We didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then in another scene uh, from the clip show, Megan and um, Brandy C are talking shit about Brandy M saying, you can take the girl out of the trailer, but you can't, or trailer park, you can't take the trailer park out of the girl. And just like making really shitty statements that like, you know, in today's world, we wouldn't say to be like, yeah, you grew up poor. You know what I mean? To act like that's something that's bad or to be ashamed of when it's literally nothing, something she had no control over. Yeah, I was going to say something a kid can control in no regard. Yeah, like, you should just be like, man, I'm sorry that that happened to you. Like, I'm sorry that was your background. Also, um, you know, she conducts herself with a lot more dignity than these two ladies who think they're better for some sort of classist reason. Right. So Um, what is, um, what's the, oh, no, go ahead. 
I just kind of gasped because like their challenge, they're bringing back their nemesis to be their partner on this challenge. And Megan walked in wearing like nothing. Yeah. She's wearing the best dress I've ever seen. It's mm-hmm. like not it's even really clothes. Nice. It's a robe. No. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> so the challenge for this is they uh they have to raise like donations of like goods. I don't even think it's money. I think they have to do like, oh, a, good. like a goods drive type thing for And they have a list of things that homeless people would need that you know, it's pretty far reaching. It's like water, food, tampons, toiletries, like sleeping bags. And um and so oh that yeah, they have their partners come back and uh they reshowed the spitting scene with Brandy C, which I didn't want to see. Mm-hmm. Also, the, all these the spitting scene is like I don't know I don't know how she generated that much spit. Like I just watched it again. I was like, it's a big ass loogie. Like I couldn't do that on command. And I'm like a dude. Like I'm supposed to be able to do it. That's like a mark of my masculinity, I think. Yeah, I mean, I just don't sit around with that much phlegm in my throat. I clear my throat. I guess. <laughs> I think she's got experience um, spitting. Yeah, I. <laughs> I have, um, I drink a lot of hot beverages, so I, that's what they tell you to do to break up phlegm, um, because it's, apparently it's bad for your voice to happen, I don't know, my friend took singing lessons, and that's what they told her, um, obviously I've never looked it up since then, um, but all the girls' hair extensions are starting to look real bad, because, like, they've probably been filming for a month, uh, Heather and Brandy C's in particular, it's looking real bad, you can, it's so obvious where their real hair stops and the fake hair begins. Oh yeah. So is the when you're looking at Brandy C, um, I'm really oh, bad yeah. at noticing uh, hair extensions. Like I didn't know that like girls actually wore them for a really long time. I just was kind of always amazed that their hair grew a lot really fast. <laughs> um, so where is her? What's her real hair? Is it the pink stuff on top, or is she wearing like a little mop top thing on top of her regular? No, hair? the pink stuff. The pink is her real hair. When we see her in a later scene from behind, you can see like her real hair goes down to about her shoulders and then all the hair past her shoulders is extension. Uh, and the same with Heather's. Like, okay. oh, you can kind of see it here. I can see yeah. it here. Yeah. It's like there's a, yeah. you can see there's a clear separation. It's like, it's not full look at, down. Look at Heather's. Heather's is looking really bad. It's like straightened. And you can see the undercoat, like that, the, all the long stuff and the red stuff is all fake. Yeah. Um, no, because you can see her actual hair and it's like barely at shoulder length. Yeah. Like all the really short stuff. Fake. Okay. So, yeah, hair extensions are hard. You have to really, it's like curling your hair hides them the best, flat, iron, flat ironing them hides them the least. And it's weird because this era, like hair extensions were so popular, but so was this super straight hair. So it's like, yeah, let's get hair extensions and then style it in a way that they look the worst. Um, and I did it. So, so how um, do they how do they work? Do you, so you clip them into the hair? You well, can grab like a I bunch of hair and clip it on. There's that. Those are tracks, and they clip on. They're like um, strips of hair. It's called like a, a weft, I believe. Um, but during this time, the big thing was the individual extensions. So like, you, you know, how like if you look at a doll's hair, you see there's like the little holes that hair comes out of. Yeah. It was kind of like that. So you would take like a little like bundle of hair and then using a metal clip or wax, 
you would wrap it around a little bundle of your own hair and you would do it like from kind of the ear line down. Um, and I, uh, unsurprisingly did my own extensions at this time because they're really expensive. And so I learned how to do them and, um, would do my own extensions because you couldn't not have fake hair in 2007. You had to have fake hair. Right. I spent a lot of time at like, um, you know, the black beauty shop buying bags of hair. Uh, so it's so much work for reasons. I don't know. Well, well look where it got uh, you. It really it got me here. And I had like a really cool like hair metal mullet is what I did. So because I my hair on top was really short and then I had this like long undercoat. Um, and um, yeah. It uh, it got me here on a podcast where now I'm the authoritative voice on fashion. Of, I mean, this is the year I was in fashion school, so um, you know I can I can speak on such atrocities that were the looks of the 2000s. And that must have been a, a, just miserable. Or no, you didn't know any better. Like you didn't think. F- I didn't know it, any better. Was it something where like you thought fashion, like this was peak fashion, like thing, like things could oh. never get better, like this is just how it is forever. Well, it just felt like so rock and roll. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm going to throw on all my bracelets. I'm going to cut up this t-shirt and let my bra show. So it was kind of affordable to look cool at the time because, you know, your Ed Hardys and stuff aside, there weren't like a lot of, and there was BB and Juicy Couture, but like brands weren't as big as they are now, aside from designer denim, which was huge then. And so you could literally just like cut up a wife beater and put it over a bra with your bra hanging out. And like, you were cool. And mm-hmm. so like go, getting dressed to go out and like, I would make, I mean, I went out like six nights a week and like, I'd make a new outfit every night. Cause it was like so easy. Cause it was so trashy. Um, so that was kind of fun. And like, now I feel like people, it's like, you have to know how to, you can't just throw on some eyeliner and mascara you have to know how to do shading and contouring and a cut crease and like you know what i mean um and you need to have brand like recognition like i don't know it's just it, it's a lot more work to be attractive these days well it's like back then like i don't know i can't imagine that like dudes took that much like care in their appearance probably just throwing their shit and go out right uh, or was well, it or no. was it almost a role reversal because i think they were like makeup and shit right yeah, like dudes, so remember, it was almost like it was equal. It was a beautiful point in time where men and women took equal amount of time to get ready. Because remember Daisy of Love when we saw the guys getting ready? And it's like, they're flat ironing, they're floofing, they're pomading, they're putting on makeup and uh, bronzer. And uh, Fox was putting mascara in his mustache. Like, it was, and like, you know, when you were dating a dude in this era, he'd like, you'd be out and he'd be like, Hey, can I borrow your eyeliner? I need to touch mine off. Like it was, it was such a weird time. Yeah. And men was a lot of work too. Makes sense. Did you see yeah. Megan's nip slip here that they had to blur out? Um, I don't think I did. And I, yeah. now I've seen it twice. <laughs> God bless her. We love it. She should have been wearing tape on that. I don't know how it stays up otherwise. Yeah, because otherwise it's just going to spring loose. But maybe, I mean, I've never used dress tape, so I don't know how long it lasts. Like if the adhesive, you know, wears out over time. Yeah, on, on the walk of I'm an oily and... person. It yeah, same. No, it wouldn't work like... on my boobs. 
Oh yeah, so we should tell the listeners they're on Hollywood Boulevard and they're just like talking to strangers, being like, "Hey, hey, can you give me this or can you go in this store and get that?" Like they're not allowed to go in any stores, but they can send customers in to buy stuff for them. Uh, and Megan's been like taking stuff and putting it in Lacey's box, even though her teammate is um, Brandy M. Mm-hmm. So she's like pretending to help Brandy M, but then putting it in Lacey's box. She's the worst. And now Lacey's going to start yelling at people. Yeah, Lacey is barking at people on the street for donations um, and then berating them when they don't. Yeah, they keep walking. She's like, you don't care about homeless people? So, <laughs> a call back to my past a little. Um, when I was, like, 15, probably 14, 15, um, I went to, like, Boston Bruins games and sold raffle tickets for charity or something like that. So, I went to, like, a lot of these games. And um, I used to be a little shit. I used to do what Lacey's doing right now. Like I didn't know for any real? better. Yeah. I used to like harass people for like not donating enough and shit like that. Not buying enough raff. Uh, nothing. Then nothing was at stake. I was, they were, I didn't earn any money by selling them. It was no all commission. charity work. No, no commission. No, nothing. Hardly any recognition. I was just a fucking twerp. Well, I think you just pinpointed that Lacey has the maturity of a 15 year old. And I think she's 26 yeah. or older. Yeah. So. A 15 year old boy who's probably prepubescent at that point it took a while i was <laughs> you were a late bloomer i was a late bloomer yeah i was five feet until like sophomore year of high school it's tough oh, tough out in these streets yeah especially in boston people people will tell you how it is yeah now i'm a towering five nine though so hell yeah it's worth it you know All follow right. your dreams <laughs> um also, and when they go in for like their eval, um, the scene where like they're adding up how much everybody got and deciding who won the challenge, Megan is so drunk. <laughs> she's drinking wine and she's like slurring her words, which you, is wonderful. Did Did you watch the um, finale yet, or not the finale, the um, reunion? No. Uh, oh, you're in for. I it know then. what happened. Yeah. 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 There was like a lawsuit about it after about the, the fight. Really? Yeah. Because I, I thought it was remember. fake. No, it was real. They like sued each other. I can't remember what who filed against who, but it was just, I'll look it up before we um, discuss the reunion. I hate, Lindsay dresses so bad. I hate her little clam digger pants. She looks like she would be working in a secretarial pool at this time. <laughs> She's like, I'm so rock and roll. And like literally no one who was like rock and roll during this era was wearing little clam digger pants. It was like this sort of like preppy girl. I don't even know what clam digger pants are, but I need to see. They're like capris. When you okay. see her pants, they're like slacks, but they stop around her calf. Oh, okay. Um, Got it. Yeah. And it was like kind of business casual at the time. Um, it's just like, it, and it kind of shows, you know, when people are like, what, I think she got called out for being a spoiled rich girl and not this like starving artist that she purports to be. I'm like, yeah, you can kind of see that she doesn't even really dress that rock and roll yeah. other than her hair. She doesn't get the culture. No, she wears like Burlington coat factory dresses. <laughs> 
Um, did I say I really buy a bike? No, they asked me to buy a bike because that was on their list. Yeah, they wanted a bike. Like, yeah, who's going to buy a bike and give it to strangers on the street? Like, but no. Oh, that guy's got um not a puka shell necklace. But it was it's, like a, that is that is puka shell. No, puka shells are the little ones. I thought uh, it's a choker like though. Thing. He's got a nice yeah. little shell choker. I have to look up what type of shells those are. It's going to drive me nuts. Um, <laughs> I I just really pride myself on how well I know shells. I know you kind. <laughs> You do kind of kill it with the fashion analysis. I would be lost without you. I'd be like, that's a, she's wearing a shirt and she has yeah. shoes on. I love her. The little ones that they put the thing through. Okay. This is, I'm going to find it out. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Um, why does, why does my brain work like this? Why do I care so much? So Megan's taking pictures with fans and both of her tits are straight up out. Yeah, I mean, they are working Hollywood Boulevard, so, like, what else yeah, it's would a good, you It's a good point. Yeah. Cowrie shells. Thank you. Everyone was dying. They were screaming at their phones. Cowrie. C-O-W-R-I-E shells. That guy was wearing a cowrie shell choker. Mm-hmm. How, very could, different. how could I possibly forget? I, I was going to say, they're very different, very distinct. Everyone knows the meaning behind both, which is, you yeah. know, obviously very unique. You know, it's like because all the boy banders were wearing the the puka shell ones. Um, I, used, I used to think a shark tooth necklace was the coolest thing in the world. I used to think <laughs> they were sick. I remember once I was trying to sell something on Craigslist in 2009 or 10. I can't remember what it was. I think it was probably like a guitar or an amp or something. Um, I just remember that someone wrote to me and was like, Hey, uh, I really like your guitar, um, but I don't really have a lot of money. Would you trade it for a shark tooth necklace and this sweet painting of an eagle that I did? <laughs> and I was like, like you were like, such- you were like, I don't know, maybe this is the best offer I've gotten yet. So I'm not going to say no. Like, can I see this painting of an eagle? <laughs> is it really that sweet? Am I gonna trade my two hundred dollars? Get a get a, get a good for... look at the picture of the eagle. Actually, that is pretty fucking sick. I think I want it. You you hold on to the necklace. I'll just take the eagle painting. Yeah. Oh man, not enough people try to barter shark teeth necklaces and sweet paintings of eagles. Um, and maybe that guy was the artist who designed the guy on this show's twin tower tattoo. You know, just really patriotic. <laughs> Well, it's, now I, now I'm strongly considering just liquidating my life savings and putting it into shark tooth necklaces, and I might have a little empire on my hands. Yeah, it's going to be the currency of the future after the full economic collapse. <laughs> They're inflation proof. They're inflation proof yeah. shark tooth necklaces. Oh my god, you should make an infomercial like those ones <laughs> telling you to buy gold bricks. You know. Yeah. Um, that prey on old people, but it'll be about shark tooth it's necklaces. A, it's something that airs on Fox News at 2 a.m. Oh, That'd be so good. You're going to be rich. <laughs> um, yeah, see, look, Megan's got her wine. She's getting schnockered. Good for her. At least she's got her face on, which is something. Um, that is, it is a face. Oh, 
Is it a yeah. face? It's not it. I don't think, I think I think we noticed okay. later in the episode, but uh, Destiny's eyes are so sick. Like gorgeous. They're so cool. Like they're like they're very blue, like pale blue. I didn't recognize until today. Well, honestly, her tits and her hair kind of steal the show, but also she has good eyes. Yeah. Um, and she I'm, seems I'm like a, a genuinely nice person. Yeah. Yeah. She seems, you know, like I, I think it was probably just the naked cartwheel that did it in the first season because I didn't even peg her as that much of like a party girl type. Like there were other people oh. that were way trashy that first season and her whole reputation she carries into this show is like, like I, people just know me as the party girl. And I was like, I don't know. I knew he was like the kind of hot one who then did a naked cartwheel who got really hot to me. Yeah, and then, you know, there was this sweet storyline with her dad and the motorcycles, and he passed away. Um, but he got to ride motorcycles with Brett Michaels before he passed. You know what I mean? Like, she just seemed like a really sweet, good person, and, she, like, she loved her family, and, like, I don't know. Did she he pass away on the show? So, yeah, for Parents Day, for the Parents episode, her dad came and did, like, a motorcycle ride. So yep, she I rode on that. the back of Brett's, and her mom rode with her dad. And then between the airing of that and the reunion, her dad passed away because like Brett was talking to, oh, they were drinking and he offered her dad a drink and dad said, no, thank you. And Brett goes, oh, are you sober or diabetes or what? And he's like, oh, no, I have cancer. Um, they gave me, you know, three to six months. And it was like one of those really serious moments. And then on the reunion, she talked about how her dad died, but um it was nice that like she had that moment kind of immortalized on film through the show. It was well, it was very sweet. That's happened a couple times, right? Didn't the uh, the Duchess or whatever she died too, right? Oh yeah, they said in the credits that she died. She died between filming. filming and airing. That's crazy. She wasn't even old. She probably killed herself. Yeah, it's, it's like this is the best my the, career is going to get. It's the VH1 curse. Honestly, there's probably some truth to that. There's a lot of tragedy behind a lot of these shows. That is probably true. I think it's a dark place. Um, God, Lisa's fucking face. Always, always, it's up to no good. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, for the listeners, another commercial for Famous VH1. <laughs> Don't you forget it. What a better era this was. So good. It's so good. You'd go home, you'd get on your desktop computer, and you'd go to a website. And that would yeah. be the highlight of your week. Yep. I would go on my iPod Touch, because it was the only personal thing that I had internet access on. And I would oh, just shit. stream and just go on VH1.com. Look at all the lineups and stuff like that. Watch all the clips. Oh, yeah, because that's the thing is on the website, you could look, you could watch clips. Like, you couldn't watch shows on demand or streaming, but you could see clips. Mm-hmm. And we lived for those clips. Oh, man. That was the only thing keeping me going. Yeah. It's not, sometimes I feel like it's like we have access to too much now, so none of it feels special. You know, like I, I told you before we started recording that when I was watching the re or the clip show, 
of this, like halfway through, I just started like fantasy shopping for sailboats on my phone. Because <laughs> I was like, and I'm like, you know, but if this were 2007, I would be glued to the screen because I, there, it would be so riveting to me because I wouldn't have any other options. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sitting on the edge of my couch waiting for the commercial break to be over because, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I must sit down and watch the commercials. There's no other option. Yeah. 2007. oh man so brandy m won the challenge and now they're getting ready sorry guys i'm not yawning because it's boring i'm just yawning because i'm bored uh this is the most i think alive lacy looks and i think it's just because she put on a darker shade of makeup that what it is? Let me see this fucking mug of hers. She like she still looks quite bad, but she doesn't she's look. Tone. She doesn't look sickly. Yeah, you're right. Normally, she's um the color of a sheet of paper, and this is like eggshell. Yeah, <laughs> an organic egg. Yeah, yeah. She's um, almost beige. It's like I am, or maybe it's just the lighting. Because, yeah, she definitely looks less dead. Because we saw her legs earlier in the episode, and they were, they looked like, um, like the straw, like a straw when it's in the little white wrapper. That's what, I, I mean, that's what it looks like to me. Um, but, it, you know, what? I'm all for it. As someone who's, like, culturally appropriating being an Italian-American, thanks to my discovery of um, fake Tanner, I'm, I support her. Mm-hmm. As an Italian-American... Come on board. Listen, the more okay. the merrier. Thank you. Thank you. Yesterday I like looked in the mirror and I was like, the way I did my hair, it was a whole thing. I was like, dude, I look like fucking Carmela Soprano. I was just about it to say, do you look like Carmela Soprano? Yeah. It's not a bad look. Not at all. <laughs> there are worse things to aspire to be than a fucking mob wife. Um, but yeah, that's like, that's 100% where I'm at. I had an old lady stop me in line at a store and tell me, did I already tell the story on the podcast? I can't remember. I don't think she so. She told me that the tan on my legs looked really nice, but I should work on getting my face that tan. <laughs> <laughs> she was this little old lady, like, like I'm talking about 80 years old. And I was like, oh yeah, no, I know. It's just, it's a fake tanner. And because I exfoliate my face, like it doesn't stay, it doesn't hold the color as much. And she's like, well, you should really work on that. <laughs> And I fucking love it. I love an old lady who is going to tell it like it is. Oh, yeah. There's no time. There's no time to be around the bush. Every second is valuable. Nope. Got to tell you how I feel right now. And she she buttered me up because she's like, oh, the tan on your legs. It looks so good. Your legs, it looks so, you should really work on getting your face tan. Little little compliment sandwich. Little bait and switch on the compliment (laughs) there. Oh, look. Yeah, she was, she was great. God bless her. Um, Dusty's just been crying through this whole elimination, yeah. and I think she's upset because she's like, "My heart was in it." I don't know. She's kind of an emotional lady. Like, remember the band manager challenge when she cracked under pressure? Yep, I think that, was, that was right after she did really good in the challenge too. You thought she would have been able to ride that momentum? I think she. That was yeah. the um, right after the the fashion show one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, she and she won that one, and then the next one, they're like, okay, also 
be the lead on this and then she cracks under pressure. But like, I think she is just kind of like a sensitive lady. Yeah. The pay is the pacing in the show up like in, the, in this episode weird for you. It feels weird. Like when I was watching it, I was like, it felt like stuttering. Well, because there's two challenges. So that was weird about it. Um, and also I watched it directly after the clip show, which the clip show kind of just re- made you not like anyone because it like shows all the worst moments. And so then going into this episode, I was like, fuck these hoes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, oh, I got to watch them do two challenges and they're going to cry. Um, I, I, I wasn't think into it. I think it's like really anticlimactic. It's like, yeah. this is a challenge. And then the next one, they just have to write a, a speech. Yeah. And well, and then because it gets, spoiler alert, Lacey's about to go home. Um, and then Brandy M and Destiny are really nice and supportive of each other. So there's not really any drama in the second half. Yeah. They're literally, they're like excited for each other. They, I mean, I, realistically say the exact same thing in their speech a couple yeah. different things change but it's like i was this this is what happened now i'm this which i guess makes sense that's how you'd want to structure a speech like that but it doesn't make it interesting that's for sure no not at all and the only drama comes from brandy ripping up her sheet and being like i'm gonna speak from the heart <laughs> um all right just send yeah just send home just get her out of there I'm sick of looking at her. Um, and she, oh, the other weird thing is too, like they're gonna go to Sharon invites them over to her house, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Because like, I imagine in this era is when the Osbournes was airing, so getting invited over to the house would be such a big deal. And then they don't even go to her house. It's like her guest house that her son uses as like his fuck show. The fuck, yeah. She says as much. She's like, yeah, yeah, this is where like Chris fucks. So. Enjoy. Yeah. It's, don't don't I, bother I'm taking your to, shoes off or anything. It's not like it's a mansion. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if it was even the guest house on the property or a separate house that she said she bought. And she was like, oh, I bought this house and this my love with Ozzy progressed. I we I spent less time here, and I'm like, no, it's probably where you go when he's on benders. Um, <laughs> and also, like, how fucking rich are you? You just buy houses, and you don't really need it anymore. But you just it's just there. Is that a? Do you think that's a? Do you think it's a real house that she owns, or do you think it's a rental? Like, I don't know. I never watched like the Osborne show or the Osbournes or whatever. And I, if it was her house, maybe it was featured, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. I I think they had a guest house, if I remember correctly, from the Osborne, but I could be wrong, so I have not rewatched that series. Um, and I can't remember. We'll have to pay attention when they show this again. I'm not looking at sailboats right now, people, so I can I'll pay more attention. Oh, it's like a beach house. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a house that house. is probably like at the waterline at this point. Like, there's not that much gap between stilts that the house is on and the waterline in 2009 um yeah maybe they rent it out so maybe it, she owns it and she rents it out or maybe they rented it out for the show but it's not yeah now that I'm, i saw it it's not even on the property that the osborne's was so next i think they live 
in like the Holmby Hills area where the Playboy Mansion is, if I'm correct. That would make sense. Yeah. What do I know? I'll go on like vendors reading about like California um, real estate and architecture and I retain none of it. I retain, that's my favorite thing to do is read a lot about something and retain none of the knowledge. The, the weirdest thing is like all the neighborhoods and stuff like that out here. Like none of them are, not a lot of them are built very tall. So like all like, like Culver City, Santa Monica and stuff like that are all pretty flat for the most part. Mm -hmm. But like all the housing is like ancient. It's like from like the sixties, seventies, probably early eighties and none of it's ever changed. So like you can see a house from the outside, know exactly what it's going to look like when you go inside, go inside and be extremely disappointed still. Well, and that's the thing. And I kind of like, I love a time capsule house. And I I feel like you see a lot of those in California because people can't afford to remodel it. Like they bought it in the 60s or 70s when it was affordable. And now like the only reason they live in Culver City is because like it was a house they bought in the 70s or their parents bought, but they don't have the income to remodel that. Um, Because I've been, a lot of my friends from out here, their family is back in California. And you know, I'll go stay with anyone's family. Um, you know, that's how I get to fuck their dad. Uh, but yeah, so you, I've, I've visited a lot of, um, time capsule houses that way where you're like, you just think like, Ooh, I'm in Los Angeles or I'm in Huntington beach. Like I'm going to be in this really nice house. And then you go and it's kind of like out of date. It just reminds you of like going to your grandma's house or whatever. The, um, the complex that I'm in is basically they remodeled it probably like a little bit. But you can tell, like, it has a sunken-in living room. So basically, like, you walk in the front door, you take two steps down, you're in the living room. And then it steps back up again to, like, go up to, like, this little dining area. And, like, it's the most 70s thing in the world that they tried to, like, forward fit. Like, you can tell there was, like, a shag carpet there. There's, like, a fireplace with, like, one of the electric gas or, like, the little flicker, um, whatever, pilot light fireplaces and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, that it's, it's so funny. Number one, it sounds amazing. Uh, <laughs> number two, that's how Zach, uh, my former boyfriend and former co- co-host of this show, that's how his house is. It has like, it's just like, it's like things sink down, things go up. There's like two sunken living rooms. And so he's, um he has a sweet tooth. He's a sugar addict. And every time I would yell at him and tell him he was a fat fuck and going to get diabetes, I was like, you cannot lose a foot, okay? Your house has too many fucking levels. There's not wheelchair or crutches friendly. Like, you either have to move or not get diabetes. Uh, like, you It's really hard to, ins- we're going to have to install ramps in the living room for you. Yeah, I actually, then later after, you know, I started yelling, teasing him about that, about his non-diabetes friendly house. I met a guy who, like, that is his whole construction company's thing, is they go into houses like that and they level them. They, like, make the floor level, which is wild. Like, I guess there is an industry for that. I mean, you know, if you move somewhere where there was a lot of housing built in that, in the sunken living room era, you can create a business. You could probably just move to certain cities and just, like, capitalize on the obesity rate there. You could probably just, like... (laughs) like park yourself in any of those big texas cities and just be like okay cool i i build diabetes homes in arlington texas my god yeah the ones where the shower you don't have to step over the tub or over anything to get into it you walk i think it's called a snail shower 
where you they have it for old people. You walk like around a thing to get into it. So there's like a sub wall that blocks the water from getting into the bathroom. But you don't have to step over anything. You just walk around it to get in the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, I I used to hang out at a lot of retirement homes. Um, <laughs> I'm familiar with mobility devices. <laughs> shower designs for elderly. They have the tubs at the door, like it opens up, and you walk in, and then you close it and like latch it so you can take a bath, but you don't have the danger of getting in and out of a bathtub. <laughs> I want, I want to ride one of those. Uh, well, two things, right? I want to ride a hover around, like one of the things at the oh. grocery store, because I was always. Uh, my parents decided that that would have been a tough look to have a, a nine-year-old and a hover around at, at the stop and shop. So that was always neglected. I wasn't allowed to do that. And I think I've always been missing out. And then also the chair thing on the stairs. I want to oh, ride yeah. one of those fuckers so oh, bad. So oh, bad. Like, trust me, like if we get to bucket list material, those are two things I'm doing shamelessly. I think I do them now with a little bit of shame, but I would do it still regardless. What about those ones that those things that lower paralyzed people into a pool? It's like a little seat and you seat belt them to it. And then it's like this robotic arm is like, and it like dips them in. Have you seen that? I have. And the answer is yes. Just, yeah. <laughs> the answer is I would also like to ride that. I was staying at a hotel right outside of Disneyland. And there were these two chubby little boys who were there with their morbidly obese parents. They call it Disney fat. There's fat and then there's Disney fat, which is Disney fat is is awesome. It's, it's crazy. It's like, like thin, thin dudes and the fattest women you've ever seen. The biggest. (laughs) Um, And I'll Planetary women. Yeah. I'm going to tell a fat shaming story after this, but these little kids after going to the park, like they were the room next door to us. Um, when I guess their fat parents were in bed, they would race their two because both their parents had hover around. So they would race them in loops around the parking lot like every night. So it was so fun because I'd like come back from the park or dinner every night. And there's just these two little chubby kids and they're just like, you see them rolling. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that is so much fun as a kid. Um, good for them. It made me really happy. But yeah, that was Disney fat is I, I like at rope drop. I once was behind this girl who she was probably like close to 400. I mean, she was a big girl. And like you get there at rope drop to like run to your favorite ride to make sure you get in line and you can get on it before like the line gets to be three hours. Mm-hmm. And so she is there. It is 7 a.m. She's like, all right, I'm going to I'm doing this. I'm going to get to Tower of Terror. And like literally, I was like kind of behind her, and I was like, she is not gonna make it. And so she like starts out, and she's booking it, and her little like her little shoes are like kind of tilting inwards. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. They have flimsy ankles. Yeah, she didn't get past Carthay Circle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, and that is the Disney fat experience, where it's something that a lot of like plus size people enjoy, and it's like the least size friendly environment because it's so much walking yep like you you walk an average of 10 miles a day and like it's exhausting for me as an athletic person and so yeah it's it's exhausting for those folks um but i've heard a lot of like heartwarming stories of people who've lost like literally over 100 pounds because they took a trip and it was awful for them and they're like my next trip is not going to be like that 
And so then they like train for a year or two, like they just walk every day with like in mind, like I want to do this. Um, And yeah, I've I've read stories of a couple of people who've like lost like well over a hundred pounds because they're like, yeah, I want, I want to go to a Disney park and not be miserable. Well, it's crazy. It's once you get to like that level, like, Mm-hmm. Mo- moderate exercise because it's so taxing on you still like can ju- the weight just falls off like walk a little bit eat a little less and you're losing like yeah. tens of pounds like all the time well yeah i think it's like just easy for it's easier for them to get discouraged because like it's like oh when you like for me like you know i've been plus size in my life and like needing to lose like 20, 30, 40 pounds is like, feels daunting. So I can't imagine needing to lose like a hundred pounds. I I feel like it would be easy to quit or slip up because you just feel like, oh, this is taking forever. Um, But also Zach lost 150 pounds and he talked about it like it was the easiest thing in the world. Um, So I, I don't know. It was like his grandma's dying wish for him to be less fat. And so he's like, so I just quit eating fast food and then I started working out all the time. And I'm like, that's it? Like, no complicated, like, mental barriers, no defeatism. He's like, yeah, no, 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 like, just, no like, addiction to any habits that put you in that position or anything like that. It was just, he, he was easily just, like, able to drop it all. Yeah, I mean, he still, because he's sober, is a, I would say, a sugar addict, but he, like, moderates it now with uh, what, Honestly, I consider it exercise bulimia because, like, if like before we would take a trip, he would like work out double hard leading up to it, so he would lose ten pounds because he's like, "Well, I know I'm going to gain ten pounds." And I was like, "You don't have to gain ten pounds on vacation." He's like, "Oh, but I'm going to like, so I'm just going to lose ten pounds before we go." Or like, if he knew like, "Oh, there's this new restaurant I want to eat at. Normally, I would run three miles today. I'm going to run six or seven. Um, so I can go and just order whatever. Okay. Uh, I was, when we were together, I was really sick. And so he, when I would talk about like, you know, I'd be like, Oh, I can't have that. Like I'm trying to lose weight. He'd be like, I need to just work out more. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to run for two hours a day. I, I mean, I, I physically can't and I don't want to. So I'm just not going to eat like a fucking, like I'm at Willy Wonka's chocolate factory (laughs) with your undiabetic friendly house. Yeah. A lot of love, a lot of love yeah. in that with home. with your with your ADA violation house. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. It's fun. Fun. Um, so the girls are crying and saying how they're gonna be happy for each other either way. And then there's a wall with just fucking copper pans hung on it, which is like <laughs> something you would see in a Mimon's house. It was like yellow and purple striped wallpaper and then it had literally over a dozen copper pans screwed to it which is such a meme all thing i think they've been doing this scene for so long so long so long so i mean uh brandy m has a scorpio tattoo on her wrist um which is embarrassing she's also wearing a leather band can you can you enlighten me on the leather band trend how is it like a wrist cuff it's a it's a it's a wrist thing. It looks like a belt for your wrist, so your yeah. arm doesn't fall down. 
Dude, and it's just like everyone's right. Like you get a fucking, you find a piece of string. Like, you know, like how birds will just grab things to build a nest with. Like, it's like you just would find things and put them on. I found a shoelace. I'm going to build my <laughs> build my home out of it. For, I mean, for real. You just be like, I have a shoelace. I have a rubber band. I have a hair tie. These are bracelets now. Oh, I have a scarf. I'm going to wrap it around and wear it as a tube top. Like, it was just like you would pile everything fucking on. I mean, the best example is Brett Michaels wearing a bandana with a cowboy hat and sunglasses on top of the cowboy hat. Like, it just was such a, a house of cards. Well, we know that um, that bandana and cowboy hat were very important to keeping the image alive that he actually has hair still. Yeah, kind of like Andre Agassi before he started shaving his head. Yeah, those were, that was a, that was a, an intentional bandana cowboy hat situation, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, absolutely. God bless him. I had to stop. Like, I don't log into the Shade Palace Instagram very often because I'm a lazy person. But, like, I'm, I don't miss seeing Brett Michaels' face because he's really, there's an uncanny valley situation happening. He's, it's unnerving, the mm-hmm. whole thing that he is currently. Certain parts of his face that shouldn't be tight are really tight. Other parts are loose. Yeah. And the lip injections, it's like... I just think getting old is better than getting work done. It's just as sad. But rock yeah. guys are the worst about it. Like they, they'll be bald on top, but still want to have their long hair. Like that one guy with his twin tower tattoo and his leather vest, who was like 60. Like it's hard for them to hang it up. Mm-hmm. You've been slaying puss for that long. It's really hard to go ahead and give the belt to somebody else. I think. Yeah, I guess so. I feel like you, at a certain point you get tired. Of slaying puss? Yeah, I think so. Perhaps. Just, like, the hips start hurting and like, I don't know. I have this old man regular at my bar that I call Pappy. And he was like a big horn dog guy in his day. And now he's like, <laughs> I overheard him telling someone this and then I teased him about it so now he knows I know but he's like yeah I can't get hard anymore he was like seeing a girl and like they were getting along and having a good time but like she was like really horny and he like he's old and he has diabetes like he can't get boners anymore and he's just like I just kind of want to hang out with a chick and like (laughs) that time and with women it happens because you lose your sex drive with menopause where you're just like I guess want companionship um, I hate companionship, so I think when I lose my sex drive, I'll kind of be done with the whole dating thing. Yeah, um, I think that's the time to like really like focus on your passions, like I mean, pedal pedal to the metal, like super productive. I think if I was if I was asexual, I think I would be a millionaire right now. Well, it's so funny because like I love being in a monogamous sexual relationship like I'm like yeah it's awesome like we don't use rubbers like we just fuck each other that's super cool um but like pretty much everything else that goes into a relationship I'm really bad at and uninterested like I don't want to fucking talk to you every day let alone several times a day I don't want to text I don't want to call I don't need someone to watch tv with I don't need someone to go shopping with I like vacationing alone like I'm the worst person in the world in a romantic relationship i'm like you know like we're dating like yeah we we're only fucking each other we're dating but like if you if you want any emotional entanglement get out of here i'm basically like you're cleaning my pipe so i can focus on other things because when i 
Like, and that, I'm, I, this is me being very honest. I'm a bad, I'm a bad person. Cause I'm like, yeah, I want like a steady person to clean my pipes because then I can focus on life mm-hmm. when I don't have a relationship and I'm like dating and it's so distracting. It's so distracting. It eats up so much fucking time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just want like my, why I wish there were like, I, I had the finances to like just hire a gigolo, you know what I mean? Where I was just like, yeah, like this is, this is the thing that happens. It's very fun for both of us. And then you go away. Yep. So, um, you know, God, God bless the people who date me. I'm not, I'm not as warm and cozy uh, as anyone would like. So I, I didn't know what a gigolo was for a while. You didn't? I, no, of course. I, no, I didn't know what a gigolo was. Is that no, you don't look at me like I don't know. That's like not knowing who the president is or something like that. It's like, I, it's I, a, I guess I didn't. I mean, I kind of could put the pieces together. I thought it was more of like a stripper type. I didn't know it was a, yeah, a full-blown, like, you know, appendage with legs type situation. Well, kind of like I used to, I used to literally believe like, oh, prostitutes have sex for money. Escorts just like go to dinner with you <laughs> yeah, yeah. and show up to functions with you. Yeah. I didn't like understand when I was younger that escorts are also prostitutes. I didn't realize that until pretty recently. A girl I was in, in college with was like escorting on the side and stuff. I think that was the first time it actually sunk in where I was like, oh, she's having sex with those dudes. Because there's kind of an air of respectability about it. Like, Yeah, there is. Up, she would get, get, she would get dressed places. up. She would post yeah. on Instagram. She was like super hot. So it was just like, she's just a, a classy lady. She's, she just, she's not busting it down sexual style. Yeah, because you just picture like those things. It almost is like the Madonna whore complex. You're like, no, whores are prostitutes. They fuck for money. She's a Madonna. She just is yeah, like this gorgeous the... lady. She's just oh, a material funny. girl. Yeah. I'm a buster. I can't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Wait, okay, I just... Well, you just have to treat the person like they're in charge and like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because they are. Mm-hmm. And then like, when, I don't know. You just have to go along to get along, and I don't like that. My friend always says when you take people's, when you accept people's money, you accept their opinions, and I definitely don't want to accept other people's opinions. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it depends on how like close to payday you ask me that question, because if it's the night before payday, I'm like, oh, I will fucking suck the chrome off a tailpipe right now. <laughs> like, what are we? <laughs> how much money can I get? Oh, I was like, great. I was like who's asking? And how hard do I have to suck? I am there. <laughs> I've got Hoover vacuum in me right now, and we're ready to to get it done. Well, and like I, when I worked at Starbucks, one of my coworkers started stripping, and she, um, you know, all of a sudden was making good money. Like when she first started, she would tell me how much she made a night. I'm like, oh, it's kind of like what I make bartending, but like obviously it quickly ramped up, and then I was like, oh shit. I'm jealous. <laughs> like, could I could I do that? And I'm like, I don't think I have it in me. Also, as a sober person, if she just drinks through, like she just the dudes buy her shots while she's working, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sober. So the idea of like rubbing up on people and flirting with them for money, I'm like, oh no. What's the? Uh, I'm gonna start drinking again. <laughs> yeah. The uh, <laughs> I didn't um. I've never met a stripper in the wild that I know of. I've never oh, met really? one. I've never met one in like street clothes. 
I don't think. My downstairs neighbor is, and so she has a shaved head, which I think just makes it easier to put the wigs on and all. But she's real young looking. So like with the shaved head, like because I see her out barbecuing and like she just looks like a cancer kid. Um, But like she'd be wearing like little kind of skimpy things. And I'm like, I bet she's a stripper. And then I would see her leave um, with like a rolling suitcase. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's a stripper. Like that's her outfit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she thinks my dog's real cute. So I told her to follow him on Instagram and then he followed her back. So he saw that she is, um, and, uh, she seems to have a good time. She's very attractive, um, and probably makes good money working way less hours than I do. Um, <laughs> but my upstairs neighbors, I think are prostitutes. Um, this is how people afford to live in Phoenix. Um, I was going to say, Phoenix sounds lovely. You're in, uh, you're in the nice neighborhood. I, well, it's checkerboard but like i live at like it's this it's like 13 to 1500 dollars a month for their 480 square foot units so they're not you know cheap you live in la so that probably is cheap but i'm like yeah so that's what it takes to live in phoenix um but depending on how i'm at with my um burnt outness at work i'm like well i can go ask the downstairs lady if her club's hiring old angry bitches or I can ask the upstairs ladies who their pimp is, like yeah. whatever it is, you know what I mean? If they're, if they're looking for a, uh, a third, a third person yeah. to add to their caravan. Like, does your, does your pimp do white bitches? Cause um, I'm looking to get out of the bar business. Um, <laughs> cause I am. Cause I am, I'm, I'm an old white bitch. I'm kind of angry, but I, I can pretend to be nice for money. I do it 40 hours a week. Uh, Tremendous work ethic. That's right. Yeah, you've, you've yeah, got you've right. got references. You've got a good work ethic. I asked my current boss to write me a letter of recommendation for a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. I really take this serious. I have a cover letter. Like... <laughs> it's dear Mister Diamond. I am <laughs> so excited for the opportunity to pimp my pussy out for you (laughs) my mileage is low and i am excited (laughs) to join your harem of women uh yeah and you know like i think everyone has those days at their job where you're just like you know listen do i really need a car and a roof over my head i can just walk out that door and walk out that door right now. I don't need to be here. I can sell my pussy. People sell their pussy, right? I can do that. I can. That could be me. Yeah. There are so many happy people that have done it. There are people that have became pop stars after they've done it. And this is maybe this is um, next up my evolution. It could be, or I could be the people like you know our homeless here are very similar to Los Angeles. And there's like a freeway overpass by me where like they got a fucking coffee table. Like, they're fucking in it to win it. They're, like, under the overpass, and they have a whole living room now. And I'm like, you don't need to be paying rent. You can just take that fucking underpass and get, you can get a bed. They have, like, they have a massage table that they got from somewhere that they fucking sleep on. And there's there's a goddamn coffee table. And so I'm like, I don't need a job. Like, these people have it all figured out, these freeway people. Like, I don't even have a massage table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that is true. I these, know. Pe- these people are living in luxury. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, 
anyways, Brandy M wins. <laughs> yeah. And so she won't have to sell her pussy, at least for like a year or two, because she won a hundred thousand dollars. I uh I was doing some some research. I always say that, but I was genuinely doing some research this time. It wasn't just looking at her nudes. The um, <laughs> I was trying to see if, like, like if she had like an Instagram now or anything, right? Like what mm. her social footprint was. I found an article that was like a whatever some WordPress article or something like that, but it kind of recapped all the girls from the original Rock of Love season, and uh, she has more tattoos. So she grew the chest piece out like a lot. Oh, um, yeah yeah it looks it looks sick um but uh she has like no presence she's like not on instagram no twitter no nothing like i thought oh, i could have swore she was on instagram i swore that she followed her uh, i i thought it was too maybe the article's outdated but i was as soon as i saw that i was like there's no way okay god forbid i have functional fucking internet um, oh, Daniela offers. Um, oh yeah, I found it. Is she on Instagram? It's real. Yep. Oh, she's thin, so that's good. She she get fat. Um. Yeah, she looks good. Hold on, I will. Yeah, send it to oh, me. Wait, no, that was maybe an older picture where she was that skinny. Oh yeah, she looks good with lots of filters. I'm gonna send her profile to you. Hold on. How do I do this? Oh yeah. The. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. So uh Destiny gets offered a um an internship by Daniela at uh Frankie B Jeans. Oh, that's nice because she said she wanted to be a designer this week after she told Sharon seven other things she wanted to be or do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Typical adult ADD. Um uh, I looked her. up I looked up Frankie B though, and uh it's it's still around. Um, I don't know. Does he sell him at Ross now? It well, I I the first uh thing when I looked it up was um I I the first article was something was like a Poshmark thing or it's like a Poshmark listing and oh, I was like, well, okay. clearly that's old. But like, uh, yeah, they have a their their Frankie B Los Angeles dot com website. A lot of stuff sold out. Well, some other ones. These ones on Poshmark are the waist is so low, like they barely fucking cover the clam. That is what? so funny. I just forgot how crazy low jeans were back then. That, the that style's like coming back. It's, it's just our whole butt hung out for like years. We just, everyone saw our butt crack. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I think we've talked about it before on the show, but it's like the whole whale tail thing. Yeah. Like that's not even, that's just going to the beach now. Like that's not even a thing. Dude, that, it, I am so mad about how, how apparently butt cheeks are all just free range right now. That's right. Speak, because, sister. Like, what? I said, speak, sister. Because I say this with someone like, I'm about to be 38 and I'm in really good shape. But like, just when you get older, skin gets looser. And so I was trying to buy a bikini and like all of them are made, like it looks like a bikini bottom, but it's made for that whole lot of fabric to go up your butt crack, basically. And I'm like, I, I'm not trying to be leather vest, twin tattoo, like twin tower tattoo guy and hold on to my youth. Like, I'm going to acknowledge that, like, despite the fact that I'm very, I'm in good shape, my ass doesn't need to hang out. I don't need a whole fucking wad of fabric up my fucking ass crack with my old lady cheeks out. 
Like you cannot buy a bathing suit unless you shop at Chico's that covers your goddamn butt cheeks. And I just, I'm, it makes me uncomfortable. So I, I bought, you know, one of the fucking, they're all Brazilian cuts. Um, and I went paddle boarding and I went with my girlfriend who she's in medical school. Like she does pelvic exams. So like who gives a fuck? But I was like, dude, you are seeing like all of my vaginas, like my front vagina, my back vagina, like you were seeing all of it because apparently you can't just buy a bathing suit that will cover things to any sort of acceptable degree. Um, mm-hmm. But because I am thin, I ended up, I bought a children's bikini. I'm not joking. Childhood obesity has been great to me. I bought a children's bikini. <laughs> a children's 3X. No, I wear a children's large is the craziest part. Sometimes extra large. That's how God, fucking fat God bless are. America. Right? And so because it's for children, it covers the butt cheeks. So I can wear a string bikini top with a, like a matching children's bikini bottom so that people don't have to see my fucking asshole when I'm paddleboarding. <laughs> and that's, that's my old lady rant of the day is that, um, you know, we just, you get, like, it's good to have some hyper low rise jeans that your whale tail shows. That's great. That's great. You're 17 years old fucking go for it but you still gotta manufacture stuff that's gonna cover the ass crack of the you know older stuff um because i'm not gonna start just buying fucking clam diggers like lacy i'm not gonna pack it all in and dress like a business casual perimenopausal woman i want to i want to look nice but i also don't want to upset people you know with my elderly pieces i don't want to scar the audience but you know yeah like it, it would be like if you were a guy and you're like okay i'm just looking for some swim trunks and you're like okay um just my balls those. hang out of all of these yeah like all i can buy is um men's uh speedo mini shorts that my balls hang out yeah, of. all i can wear all i can find is clear speedos yes and you're like okay well maybe that's good for some people but is there Anything that could cover my genitals so that I could go to a public beach. Is there anything? (laughs) I'm teaching a children's swim lesson. This isn't going to work. Yeah, and I'm like, is it because no one goes in public anymore? You just buy a bathing suit and then you do a photo shoot in your parents' backyard. Yeah, you pose in your living room. Yeah, and then then you don't have to worry about it because no one fucking leaves their house anymore. So it just has to look good in pictures. It doesn't have to be functional. Yeah, like, and he's never seen wrong. direct sunlight. No, no one has. No one has. I, I, that's where I went wrong is I go, oh, I'm going to go do a physical activity in this bathing suit. And then, you know, my, my friend, Matt, Dr. Mallory, um, you know, she got to see some things. <laughs> she did a full examination. She did a full examination all the way. I, I have a kayak, so like when I go out with friends, I give them the kayak and I paddleboard. So yeah, she's over, you know, a couple of couple of yards away in the kayak and she's uh telling me my cervix looks great. Yeah, yeah. She's taking she's yeah. looking at bicycle spokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. And so I ended up, I gave those swim bottoms to like, I have a friend who I like give stuff to who's like crafty. I go, I don't know. Maybe you can make a headband out of this. I literally don't know what the point of this is for, but it's certainly not to wear on one lower head. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Next time I see her, I hope she's wearing it as a sweatband. Um, 
What um, what do you think of the season? Uh, to be honest, oh, you know what? I am excited for the next season because we have um Ashley and Sarah and um. Uh, oh, it's all the it's all the bus people. Brittany, yeah, Brittany Star is on it, and they lock her in a bathroom and slide hot dogs under the door. So I. <laughs> All I right. actually think that that's going to be the better season. I hate I'm, to uh, say it. I'm getting a little bit. I, I really, really thought they were going to show nudity in the clip show. And I think that that was a sign of perhaps the times changing in a way that I was not, I'm not enjoying, quite frankly. And not because yeah. I just need to see, like I said, I don't, I don't need to see Beave and Dong. I can be all right. But it was just more of like the raunchiness is mm-hmm. different like the bar is lower it has to be lower and that's the thing i think that this season higher, it was all fights it was all fights and no raunch it was no fun and drunks like, there was no yeah, fun drunks I, I want people like drunk making out flashing like all of the stuff that we come to 51 minds for and so this was just like yelling and it was like it got annoying yeah, and I was so, like, how how can I end up hating like almost everybody on the show? And the people that I I did wasn't hating were just boring. They were just flying mm-hmm. so so low under the radar that like I just wasn't even paying attention to them. Like they were entire like I didn't even uh, I forgot that Christy Joe was on this season up until probably episode like six or seven. Like she got no airtime at all. It was bizarre. And then she said, and she had some like funny one liners. You know, she had the thing about camel toe, camel toe, camel toe. <laughs> She had this thing. She had the fat suit. Me- she had the fat suit. She had this thing about how Megan doesn't shower, and like Megan always looks like she's smelling something bad, and maybe it's because she's smelling herself. Like maybe they, sh- they maybe they edited it wrong. Like they should have gone for more of those lighthearted things instead of just these high drama spit fights. I-, I will say, if I was watching this show and I was actually invested in it, like at the time and that was the finale that came out like mm. that wouldn't fly today it was just boring no. it's too it's way too boring for a finale like yeah i spent most of the episode the watching it the first time like on my phone and then spent most of the time talking about thongs with you instead of actually watching yeah. it so clearly yeah, clearly it's going to take a third watch for me to actually sink in you know, as to what actually happened in this episode well i would hope maybe and maybe i'll like scout out and watch like the first episode of the charm school season two i also think that the one that has ashlyn farrah on i think it's a mix of rock of love and flavor of love girls okay which then presents more opportunities for fun like because it's less past history and more like making new content like because this is all just like oh yeah Lacey and dallas are gonna fight or whatever and it was like stuff we'd already seen so maybe if it's new people from different shows, it'll be different. And maybe they would learn from this season and like edit the next one to be more lighthearted. Yeah. Really, we actually don't care if these women reform themselves. Yeah. The idea that anyone is taking this serious is ridiculous. Right. So, the actual know. vicious fights and like throwing shit is like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just numb to it. Maybe I've just been desensitized. Like, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't move the needle for me. 
like throwing a play at each other. I was like, that's nuts. That's crazy. I feel like I've seen that like in every show I've ever watched of reality TV. Maybe they were the yeah. first to do it, but it's definitely one of the last I've seen. I just don't like that type of high drama reality TV. Like for me, it's because I don't like fighting. So I just don't like it. Um, Holly Madison has been doing these YouTube videos where she watches episodes of the girls next door and then does commentary on them. And she said a couple times, because I think they started filming that in 2006 or seven. And she's like, yeah, this would be like kind of boring by today's standards because it's not like any fights or anything. It's like the girls go zip lining or like they take a strip aerobics class. Like there's not really any drama. It's just like interesting people doing things. And she's like, it's boring by today's standards. I'm like, but I actually like that in the same way that I've been watching the real world. That I'm like, yeah, no one's screaming or yelling or throwing things. I guess it's boring, but I find it to be way more interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm interested to see what they do with the next season. Does it make sense to go to the to the third one if there's um, flavor of love people in it? I mean, are we going to start flavor of love? I don't know. I haven't watched I it in know. in uh 15 years. So I don't know anything about it. We don't have to do uh, it. I, I I remember the girls being kind of except for the one who shit on the stairs. I remember it being kind of boring. Yeah, it was cuz yeah, it like I think the girls were it wasn't they hadn't found their stride yet in terms of it being quirky and funny and like the girls were kind of taking it seriously. I don't know, maybe or maybe we just dive into this charm school next, and then we, if we like the girls, we'll go back. Work backwards. Flavor of love. Because yeah. then, like, I Love Money has a whole bunch of people from that show, too. Which then now would be the move. I think, because I think that's more interesting when you get the different worlds together. Because mm-hmm. um, I Love Money has people from um, I Love New York, and, like, that was a fun show. Yeah. Like, I remember I Love New York. So, yeah. like, if we have to go forward to go back, I'm on board. Okay. Yeah, let's do that then. We'll do Charm School, and then maybe we go I Love Money. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Fill it out. Yeah. Because I so this one reality show podcast I listened to, she was like, I feel like the Rock of Love Girls were kind of laughing with them, but she's like, the Flavor of girl, Love Girls, like she didn't do Flavor of Love. She's like, I kind of just feel like I'd be making fun of them, like they're in on the joke. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, maybe I don't. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean? there's even a couple of the girls in like Rock of Love where it's like I don't want to laugh at them. It's like Raven's clearly going through like a mental health crisis, so like I'm just not gonna laugh yeah. at that one. Yeah, you can't really laugh at her because she's like unwell. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I hope she ended up being a new age talk show host. Like she, she uh, lives out of her car in L.A. Uh, but she's a no, psychic. She she's a psychic, topless activist, according to an article that I saw. What? Yeah. Good so she ended her. up. She ended up fine. She did all right. She's not the. She's I don't well, think she's the worst one of the. Actually, she might be. I don't know any of the other ones that live in out of a car. Uh, you know the the racist one from I think Rockle of one. The the like old like busted looking one. Oh, who was Tiffany? Tiffany. She's a nurse now. I don't think she, I think she was a nurse. I think she may have like lost her nursing career because she, she was on Lacey's podcast and she said something about like, she's not nursing anymore. 
And yeah, because she was too good at it. She was too good yeah. at nursing. They had to. They had she to was, let her go. Yeah, it was something like that, and she clearly just seemed very drunk. Like she just seems like she's a barely functioning alcoholic. So, and maybe she lost her nursing career because she got too many DUIs or whatever. Because like you can't dispense meds if you like go to the felony level of DUIs or whatever. So, hmm. yeah, good to so, know. Yeah, I know someone who's like worked in finance and was like making multiple six figures and then got like a third DUI. And like you, if you have a felony, you can't be licensed to whatever level of finance he was doing. And I'm like, is drinking really that worth that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had another customer who was like a, a wealthy lawyer who got like his fourth DUI. So he lost like his job or whatever. So then he went out drinking because he was upset that he, lost his like law license because of his drinking and then he crashed his car and became a quadriplegic and i was like your rock bottom should have been so far before any of this yeah imagine thinking you're bottoming out and then like really bottoming out and then you you don't even know at that point i would be so scared of what was around the corner for me next if i lost the law the law license and then become a queer quadriplegic and then it's like what more can you take from me but also like well, i'm not going to tempt fate like that like yeah, clearly, and clearly also, someone like, has it out for me usually you get one dui and you're like dude this fucking sucks it's expensive i have to do these classes like whatever like usually people just get one dui when you right. work your way towards the fourth like what are you what are you doing i don't know like it's just like you need to raise your rock bottom your rock bottom should have been long before any of these things but it's like i know know, a girl who's like i know a girl's like 28 out here and she just got she got a dui right before i left in the fall so like october november and it's like her fourth one so she like lost her license everything yeah yeah it's like i don't know how you do that like yeah i just quit drinking because i got fat and i didn't just like uber like this city is like super uber friendly you can just uber wherever you want i'll leave my car at a bar overnight and then uber home and then come back and pick it up the next day like not that hard. Yeah, like Uber's kind of made it inexcusable to get a DUI, I think. Because like when I used to drink, it was pre-Uber, pre-smartphone. And like sometimes it's like, oh, it's going to be an hour wait for a cab. You're staying outside a bar and you're more tempted to drive, right? Mm-hmm. But with Uber, you're like, oh, okay, 15 minutes away. Cool, I'll have one more drink. I got an Uber on the way. Bada bing, let's go. You right. know what I mean? Like, I just, yeah, it's so, it's so ridiculous, but what are you going to do, you know? But I think that's what happened to uh, Sweet Tiffany, um, don't threaten me with a good time, uh, is she, I think she, like, maybe lost her nursing license, but I don't want to slander her if I'm making that up. Because some things I, sometimes I think I know things and I don't, I'm just in my Allegedly. Because. She she allegedly lost her nursing license. If this is not true and I did not hear it, it would, it's makes sense it sounds correct mm-hmm. so, if she didn't she should um but yeah <laughs> if she didn't um, lose her nursing license she absolutely should she's clearly not fit for it allegedly 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 um all right well are we gonna do the um reunion next week for the listeners yeah we we can if you want all right yeah let's do that so so um Hey, you want to do this again sometime? I want to do it one more time. One more time. (laughs) (laughs) All right.